Double Take is an extension of the award-winning movie review show, Cinema Classics, which airs Thursdays at 8.01 p.m. on WCBE 90.5 FM, Columbus, Ohio, hosted by John DeSanto. This podcast features additional content and discussion with guests. I'm John DeSanto. And I'm Audrey Harkonnen. And this is Double Take. Yes. Now, Audrey, if I give you the letters MLK... What am I talking about? Oh, gee. I think I know who that is, right? (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, there's barely a breathing person who doesn't know Martin Luther King. Right. But have you ever heard of Rustin? Never. (laughs) Never. Thank you for this assignment because I had to do my homework. I had to study. And it was fascinating. Not only the film, but also his, his bio is very, very interesting. Very interesting. This is Bayard Rustin, and he is the conceptualizer and the organizer of the March on Washington. Yep, one of the most pivotal moments in the civil rights era and in in that uh, those activities on 1963 in August. Right on. He did it in eight weeks. Yeah, and. he was he, he was an amazing organizer. Um, he was an amazing person. <laughs> well, now, Audrey, I'm, I think he had originally thought there'd be a hundred thousand, and there were at least two hundred thousand. It was it was a quarter of a million <laughs> that showed up, and that was and it it was a pivotal moment. It truly was. All right, so this is out now. It's on Netflix. Netflix. So there's no excuse not to see it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a wonderful. Interpretation of him by Coleman Domingo. Oh, fabulous! Absolutely great. He he is riveting. He's captivating. He captures nuance. He is over the top in some ways. He's funny. He's clever, and really captures his personality. Now, there's no doubt that George C. Wolfe, who is the director, counsels the actor playing Martin Luther King to underplay it. Would you agree? Very soft. Yeah. He was very, very soft and very um, almost hesitant because he, the original idea for the march was two day march and there was lots and lots of mm-hmm. other deeds. And, and Bayard Rustin was, in, was really committed to and insisting on all of that. And it was, it was Martin Luther King who pulled back and said, We've we've got to we've got to we've we've got to pare this down. And, yeah. and so I think that that was indicative of why he was so underplayed. The film did well to show the importance of Martin Luther King. This thing would not have come off unless King had sanctioned it. Yes. Yes. And he had split from that is Rustin had split from King a while ago. Uh, I think his line is he doesn't have my phone number. I don't have his. Correct. The people who really knew said, you've got to get him on board. Right. You know, you better, you've got to you better find his telephone number. Yeah, yes, exactly, because he, he is the organizer. He is the you premier know, organizer. As much as I might complain about the underplaying of King, it actually helped to emphasize how important he was because he, he could have been a blowhard, but he wasn't here. At least personally, he wasn't. Right. It was even more emphasized to me how important he was to it because for all the planning that they could do, it was worthless unless Martin Luther King was. I said, boy, yes, King supported. was at his peak. And it gave him the opportunity at the march, Martin Luther King, 
his his very famous speech yeah. his it, that everyone again every breathing person knows i've got a dream yeah isn't it um it's it's bayard rustin made that happen yeah and that mean, who knew i didn't and so yeah it was a it was a great 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 film and great depiction yes so audrey this is a piece of history and i will say it a number of times how much i enjoy movies that are docudramas yes based on real history right and how much it brings home. You can read about it till the cows come home. But when you see and someone does it well, that that really, it does. And that's also what inspired me to do a lot of this homework and a lot of this research about some of these other characters. Oh, yeah. and, and very, very interesting dynamic among the leaders of the civil rights movement. You see even some tensions between the Northern African Americans and the Southern African Americans. It was, it was really, really fascinating. The very conservative and the very careful and those that were ready to push the boundaries and push the limits. So who so. was opposing? Anybody famous? Who was opposing? From the beginning, it seemed like they were all of the leaders were opposing two days. Yeah, right. The two days was a tough one. Yeah, but originally there was uh, an idea floated about a march on Washington with, um, and I've got to get his name correct, it's A. Philip Randolph. Huh, right. Back in the 40s he was proposing. Oh, yeah, good one. Which was not carried, it was just squelched at that time. So something that ambitious had been floated before and... And and Rustin pulls it off. And the uh, Jeffrey Wright. Jeff. Yes, <laughs> um, Jeffrey Wright is Adam Clayton. <laughs> How bad a boy is Adam oh, Clayton? Wow. <laughs> wow. And 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 again, you see the 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 tensions between Southern and Northern. Oh yeah. yeah. It was that was a, that's a little piece uh, and a little nugget that <laughs> you know who, who knew and, yeah. and and everybody knew that Adam Clayton Powell was lining his pockets with all this politicking right, right, I mean, he right. had been notorious for that but he was a force a force to be yeah, another name to be known immediately yes yes very much so so right got close to going over the top yeah he was there <laughs> he was having too much fun yeah he <laughs> was there playing the bad boy uh, yes, yeah. The other one I wanted to ask you about, Chris Rock. What's I he doing in this? I don't know. You can put, give him gray hair and a gray mustache, and it's still Chris Rock. And he <laughs> just true. And, and so he I doesn't... I don't know if I would say he took anything away from the film, but he didn't really add much. He, he, did. just, he just did lines, and that's okay. I, simplistically, I'd say Chris Rock was... Like a rock, stiff. Yeah, as yeah, hell. yeah, yeah. He just wasn't quite comfortable enough with that. No, I don't think so. Plus, he has to have some acting chops because everybody knows him. Yes. So unless he comes through with acting chops, he's going to look ridiculous. And so it's so interesting, the dynamics, Audrey, to me, is that unless Chris Rock is a really good actor, we're all going to see him as Chris Rock trying to act. Yeah, I, I, the, in, in, in a few of the reviews that I read... It clearly oh, said miscast, miscast, miscast. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, I'd like to just tease people on there. Right. We've got a big reveal for you. Right. If you can stick with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. very, very interesting for yeah. its time. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. So, Audrey Harkonnen, the Netflix bio uh, drama, um, docudrama, is called Rustin. It's about Bayard Rustin. 
Now we have an audience out there from kids to adults. What do you recommend? You really need to see this to appreciate and put into context the effort, the work, the heart, the, the, the soul that went into many of the activities of the civil rights movement. You, it, it really does, in an eight-week period of time, to pull together that kind of presentation for all to see. Yes. In, and still to this day, we see photos of this, and we know exactly what it is. It's, it's important to review this. And I think Coleman... Domingo's depiction of Rustin is spot on yes. because it just peers over the top. He just, again, another but somebody who is really enjoying himself depicting. But I suspect that Bayard Rustin was just as exciting as Coleman Domingo makes him I think in this he, film. Yes, I, I think he he was and will be remembered as such. All right, Audrey, we've made our audience hold off long enough. Yeah, yep, yep. Now I have you here specifically because I know that you like history. And I know that you like, like a, an ace reporter, you just glommed onto this idea and said, Rustin, what is this? Holy gosh, I think this is really something. So I yes. can just see you now talking to yourself. I think this is so interesting. Right. Why don't I know more about Bayard Rustin? Why am I just now learning about it? Well, I think intentionally he was a very, very wise man in terms of knowing that some of his personal history would be detrimental to the overall cause of civil rights. So he mostly stayed in the background. And as a result, his background is he was raised a Quaker, which was amazing to me. Pretty strict stuff. Yeah, in Pennsylvania. So this makes him a Northern African American. He was a pretty good athlete. He was a good student. He was a singer. He was a pacifist. And he was also gay. He was openly flamboyantly and unabashedly gay. And that was at a time when homosexuality was illegal. He was arrested. He was jailed because of his sexuality. And that is to the... It's amazing to us now in this day and age that that was the case. Boy, you are right. It was his Achilles heel. He, he admirably open about it, but... King even split with him because of Yes, it. yes, because he was advised that it will be used, which they attempted, to, they, yeah. um, there was attempts to use this behavior against the movement in general. Oh, and, yeah. And he knew that he was not going to apologize and he was not going to pretend to be anybody else, <laughs> but he was still going to be active at the same time in the background. And that was our bad boy. Adam Clayton Powell, I think, who was blasting all around yes, about yes. his homosexuality. Yeah. A real hot button. You know, if something is going to derail you, it would be that. Exactly. And for that, I really admire Rustin. He just plowed ahead. Right. And his, even his people, the closest people to him, and even King, just felt it was a serious impediment to their wishes for the civil rights movement. In other right. words, his sexual orientation actually could derail Yes. The civil rights movement. How can it, to us, as you said, to yes. today? To, to, in this day and age. <laughs> really? Just I know. Because he's gay? I know. So it's worth seeing this film just to get an idea how well they do in showing the importance of what you look like to the public. Yes. As opposed to whom you really were. If I could tell you that I thought the weakness of the film. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I think it's that very issue. 
How do you explain? As, as important as, as the idea of his being gay was, uh-huh. I got it. Give me two minutes of that, and I got it. I'd love to I, see how he strategized, even more than they gave us, that magnificent march. That's a very, very interesting, very, very interesting statement, because I think that, yes, there may have been a little bit too much emphasis on his relationships it was it was very blatant and very open yeah. and and we're accustomed to seeing that yes, that's right. that that wasn't shocking or anything but yeah how did he marshal all of those oh. troops in order to get that done that yeah the the the, the detail we do get Montage with yes, we've got this many buses coming yes. from Chattanooga. This is so we get it flashed across the screen. I, I want to know. I want to hear him on the phone, convincing someone. Yes, you know yes. for the dynamics. What do you call it? Uh, the two guys and him. Yeah, and yes. the the rivalry for his affection. Okay. Yes. Yeah. In other words, I don't want to trivialize being gay or how important it was at that time. But boy, a centerpiece is of of this um, was, and I see what you mean. Was more of a turbulent relationship as opposed to let's get down to the actual organization, yeah. the actual um, it, planning, and and um, and how that was, how the strategy. Yes. How did he? How did he think this up? How did he do? This? Yes. 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 Yeah. I, I, I definitely, you're absolutely right. That's what I longed for. I didn't want to trivialize the personal part of that, but I got, I, I got it. It's like too much violence. It's like John Wick violence, if yes. you get serious about it, or uh, if about sex scenes. I'm more interested in the machinations that go on, and for which he was so brilliant a strategist, like a general in the Army. Yes. Just, <laughs> and uh, I'll tell you, Audrey, I would have liked even more between him and King. That that was underplayed. Yeah, quite a bit. yeah. Don't although, you think? Although reading the um, the the various historical um, information, yeah. and they were very close. Yes, that was, that was a close relationship, and it and it really was not emphasized to the degree that perhaps. Oh. I, I think it should. And also, the um, Philip Rudolph was a mentor of his, and it didn't. You you saw snippets of yeah, his, yeah, of of his relationship with that older gentleman, yeah. but it, you really didn't get the feeling that he was that influential in his life, which he was. And so. I think the character Elias Taylor, who was one of his lovers, yes, uh, played by John Ramey, it, is a fiction. I've I've read that it was uh, made up for the uh, for this tale, and, and you know that that okay, that's um, right. Little, uh, but again, it's, it reinforces our notion. You're right, injecting we, we did, yeah, we a character, did. yeah, with all like, with all pages these, of characters. I know with all of this good meat here. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? And that was that was the emphasis, which I you know the the Obamas were the executive producers, yes, right? So so uh, I'm wondering, did they? okay and approve or would they have preferred to have a little more about the detail and a yeah. more about these other characters too Adam Clayton Powell and, yeah. and Roy Wilkins and 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 all of those Even folks down to Divine Joy Randolph playing Mahalia Jackson yes yes <laughs> yeah. but you it's a provocative question you're asking and I 
couldn't possibly know the answer to it, but I think it's because the Obamas are producers yes. of this film, how much input, and it's always a question you ask about producers, right, how much input right. do they have? So your question is one, I wish Barack were here with us, Yes, and he would probably tell us he was hands-off. Right, right. Um, I imagine that he would. I, I would imagine that as yeah. well. But he also, just to get eyeballs <laughs> and, 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 and maybe uh, the popularity of the film um, or the, the, the word of mouth, let let's spice it up a bit, and let let's do a little more emphasis on his relationships. They were well done and important. Yes, in his life, yes. and you could tell that. Yeah. Now, Audrey, for you, I have my my little list of Uh-oh. other civil rights related movies. Good, because I was hard pressed <laughs> to come up with some. So right. let's hear them. Nine years since we saw Selma. Yes, yes. With that march, yeah. which I, I liken to this one a bit. Yes, yeah. I, d- I did not see some. Yeah. But, um, and uh, the, uh, just a few years ago, maybe about four years ago, a film called Just Mercy. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Right. Okay. So Michael B. Jordan okay. is in this, and he's playing for a uh, misdirected imprisonment, that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, until came out just a while ago. Yes, yes, and and that I I do want to see. That would also be another interest. Yeah, and maybe not as seriously civil rights, but yes, I think it has it. Uh, Fences, Denzel. Yes, and Viola. Yes, and that's less the the big picture thing that we have here, but yes. there's still an awful lot about discrimination. In yeah, it. yeah, um, and the help. Which is oh, easy. Oh, <laughs> and I read the book as well. It was, yeah, that, that was, that was a, a really great piece. And then on To Kill a Mockingbird. Well, I do remember it. <laughs> of course I do. And that was the only, that was the only one that popped into right, my mind yes, immediately. Yes. Well, the, yeah. the others that I've, I've given you are, are less hardcore than right. Rustin. Exactly, uh, exactly. Which is just... And, you know, Mississippi Burning and Raisin in the Sun. Yes. Oh. You know, we've right. got a lot of those, but none of them hit what you and I really enjoyed, which is the workings of a, a march like this. Right. What is it like to pull it together? And as yeah. you had said, just it, it was just how long? To eight, put it weeks. To, eight, eight weeks. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. To pick a quarter of a million people and bring them to Washington, D.C. Yes. And you have to do things like worry about latrines. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> The Water. buses, where they're going to park. <laughs> buses. It's we can't great. have cheese sandwiches. We have to have peanut butter oh, and jelly. Right. What a che- great moment. Yes, the you cheese sandwiches are, are going to so melt. so stupid. Yeah. You don't know how hot it's going to be. That cheese is going to melt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Very good. Yes. Very good. To give you an idea of uh, Bayard Rustin's actual genius in pulling all of this together. So, Audrey, what do you advise our audience about Netflix's Rustin? You definitely need to give it a try, and and I'm and I'm sure that it will spark some interest in it, and and you'll do a little more investigating like I do. You know, you're right, and I think kids maybe from eight years old on, from an historical perspective, yeah. would would enjoy this. I think so. It's lively enough. Yes. It's uncomplicated. Well, yeah. half the film is about his. That is that is true. Damn. So maybe it's it, it's, it's not older. It's, yes, it it's is an older. It's, it's an older teen. group. Yeah, yes. I think teens, but also I think for the musical score, 
with oh, oh thank you yes Lenny Kravitz oh and, good for and, you oh yes um, Bradford Marsalis <laughs> that was I always w- ignore that and you're right I, I, well it, to me it adds it lends it colors so much of a film when the when the musical score is well done Audrey Harkonnen John DeSando. We'll be ready in the future. I'm tabbing you now as my reporter on historical uh, fiction or reality. I've just enjoyed so much our being together today, as I always do. I'm I'm here for you, John. (laughs) 